0: Welcome to Poplar Opinion, a Call the Midwife podcast. This is the third of our minisodes where we highlight a woman's birth story. This one is the first one that's not me. Uh, we are—we had a submission by our friend Jen, who recorded herself talking about the birth of her child. So, without further ado, here is Jen.
1: hi my name is Jen I go by at generosity on Twitter and I'm going to share with you the birth story of my oldest son just a little bit of background on the pregnancy and whatnot I'd had a very typical textbook kind of pregnancy I had a touch of anemia and that's actually kind of normal for me I've had uh, low iron multiple times in my life and since my blood type is also O negative I had to have a shot of rogam which is very you know, typical in modern pregnancies. Um, it's just to prevent the immune response from the antibodies in my blood um, if the baby would have had a positive blood type. And my husband and I were very excited to have a baby and so we eagerly were learning everything that we could about the process. We wanted a na- as natural as possible of, a childbirth. We had read a lot about what to expect we were really well prepared with the birth plan and all sorts of contingencies in our hospital bag. Um, we'd had a childbirth class that was author- offered through our public health office, and the instructor was really fabulous, and we learned a ton with the class. So we felt pretty well prepared. And we knew that uh, a lot of First time labors take a long time and we also knew that a lot of parents go to the hospital too early because they mistake those early signs of like practice contractions or they just go at the first sign of labor not realizing that until you're a certain way along they don't actually want to admit you because labors can take so long. So about four days before my due date we had gone over to my in-laws house to do laundry Um, that wasn't something we normally would have done but of course in the last weeks of my pregnancy we were having electrical issues with our electrical panel and dryer and we had an electrician scheduled to come look at it the next day I had been feeling a little weird and tired all day but I hadn't felt any contractions I definitely looked and felt off to the point where other people kind of noticed I was tired and off. We did our laundry and then we went home. That was the night that our weekly gaming group would come over to our house to play some tabletop role-playing games. And I went up to s- upstairs to just rest. I just figured I was probably tired and worn down and so I laid down in bed. I didn't actually manage to nap, but at around 4 o'clock as I was laying down in bed, I felt my water break. Um, If you've ever kind of watched a balloon over-inflate and you see that one part that's stretching too thin and it bursts there, that was kind of what it felt like was happening inside my stomach. And I was very aware of it happening. So I had enough time to like actually like, sit up, roll out of bed, so that my waters broke all over the carpet instead of the actual mattress in the bed. And that was like a switch went off. So as soon as my waters broke, contractions started steady and strong. Uh, I went and told my husband what was happening. He called the hospital. They kind of told us that, you know, Okay, you've started labor, it's almost dinner time. Um, They knew we were first-time parents, so they said maybe, you know, like have some dinner, maybe go out to eat on the way to the hospital, trying to like slow us down since most new parents just, you know, a lot of them jump the gun. So, but we got our stuff in the car and uh, headed out. The hospital was about a 30 to 40 minute drive depending on traffic, so we figured we would stop along the way. I can remember uh, my husband asking me what I wanted. We were going to go to Tim Hortons and just go through the drive-thru. I can remember him sort of asking me. I have no idea what I actually told him. I remember I could not care less and I was not actually going to eat. Um, My body was just like 100% focused on the contractions. Uh, They were just continuing sort of steadily. I really like Jan's use of the word rushes, actually, because... It wasn't like they had like a start and stop point. Uh, My body was just sort of like going through these cycles of increasing and decreasing work, basically. So we got to the hospital and it takes time to get checked in and examined. They try not to assign women to a birthing room until they know what stage of labor you're at. And it took about 40 minutes to be screened. Um, The entire time, my contractions were still going steady and strong. I could not sit still, so I was just, like, pacing around and, like, pausing at chairs and leaning over whenever things got intense. When they did get me in to examine me, I was 6 centimeters dilated, and so they got a room set up and put me in there. The hospital in our city has some some very nice birthing rooms they're all private so only one patient uh, they have some of them have walk-in showers there's like yoga balls available it's really quite progressive to help women move through a birthing, birthing process in more natural ways instead of a highly medicalized situation and i had really been hoping to make use of the showers but things were progressing very quickly I managed to walk a bit, but soon the contractions were so strong and steady that I didn't even feel like that was possible. So then I was laying in bed, and the entire time since I got checked in, it was nurses who were seeing me. They were trying to get me to really, like, breathe through it, but it was pretty soon after that I started feeling, like, urges to push Uh, the nurses were kind of panicking because the doctor has to examine to make sure you're ready to deliver. And we didn't know this at the time, but there were six other women in active stages of labor and delivery at the time. So the doctor was just going from room to room, kind of overwhelmed at the moment. Um, The nurses actually brought in the laughing gas, the nitrous oxide, to try and slow down my urges to push and it didn't work at all for me it was horrible i felt like i was uh, suffocating did not like that at all Um, but luckily the doctor arrived shortly after that and confirmed that yes i'm 10 centimeters dilated and you can start pushing and i can't remember really how long that took it wasn't as long as some deliveries and i did end up having an episiotomy which is where they need to cut the mother to allow the baby's head enough room to be delivered Partway through that delivery, my son had a very large meconium poop, and they couldn't be certain if it started while he was still in the birth canal, so he had to be taken to be examined immediately and cleaned up because there is some risk that it could get ingested into their lungs, um, which can cause infections and things like that. But they just took him to the side, cleaned him all up very thoroughly, and then I got to hold I'm often very cautious to tell this birth story simply because, yes, my entire labor and delivery with my first child was five hours. And a lot of people figure, you know, that's quite unfair because births and deliveries are often quite long. This one wasn't quite short enough to be called a precipitous labor and delivery, but it was very, very close. and. There's actually a whole bunch of risks associated with precipitous delivery and things are happening faster than humans are built to have it happen. The typical like 12-hour labor is actually quite normal. It sort of primes the baby's body to move into a new environment and when you have a precipitous labor and that doesn't have time to proceed as it would you know other problems can happen it opens up higher risk of infections and things like that and as i like to tell people you know they often try and tell mothers that this is like your delivery is going to be like a marathon so you need that much energy and so i tell people yeah and when it's precipitous you just run a marathon in like less than half the time now i feel like the story isn't quite complete unless I add on a couple of the next days of events. I couldn't hold him right away. He didn't take to nursing right away. In the hospital, the nurses who are the ones who come and try and help you with this. And basically every nurse told me that I was doing something wrong and that would give me something different to try. And then the next nurse was- would tell me that that was wrong and give me something different to try. And because he was delivered in the evening, We were supposed to be discharged, like, you're supposed to stay a full 24 hours, but because they'd had so many babies, they decided to let us stay in an extra night and be discharged the next day, just because of all the different checks and appointments and tests that they have to run, and their their scheduling and staffing because of timing just didn't work out, so... After two nights in the hospital, we were supposed to be checked out, and then the nurses noticed that uh, my son was quite jaundiced. Uh, So jaundice can also be quite a serious condition, and it's when bilirubin builds up in the blood, and the skin starts to look yellowish. High enough levels in infants can lead to brain damage. So it was quite serious, and uh, in the two nights and the day that we had been there, he hadn't had a bowel movement again aside from that one during delivery he was feeding slowly and the combination of those two things meant that his body wasn't flushing the bilirubin from his bloodstream they do what's called phototherapy treatment so they stick them in an incubator with a special uv light and they have to stay in for a full 24 hours and the baby gets a special mask thing to go over their eyes to protect them They can only be taken out for about 20 minutes at a time for feeding and diaper changes. And that did not help with nursing, so we ended up needing to supplement him with formula for a while. We were actually incredibly lucky because most of the other active laborers who had been with us at the same time had already been discharged and they hadn't had an influx of new patients, so they didn't have to discharge me. If they'd had more women coming in for delivery, they would have had to discharge me and move him to another ward and I wouldn't have been able to sleep there or I would have had to like sit in a chair and, and try and be with him that time. So I was actually very lucky that I had a bed and that meals and, and care for that whole time as well. After the 24 hours, his levels had improved so that they could release us. It again took us almost the whole day to be checked out, so we ended up being in the hospital for almost four full days. And in all that time, that 24 hours of phototherapy, he still hadn't had a bowel movement. And all the nurses were like in a panic about it, and super concerned, and that may have been why they were trying to delay us checking out as well. So finally the doctor came in, and had such a good sense of humor about it, and (laughs) really put us at ease because she was like, well, you know, I delivered him. I have proof that all of his pipes are connected. He was covered in poop when he was born. So I'm sure it's just a matter of time. So then we got to be checked out and go home again. And uh, yes, he eventually did have bowel movements. So yeah, so that was the story of my first thank you to everyone who stuck around to listen to me rambling on for this long. I am definitely not as eloquent and concise as Jan has been in sharing her birth stories. And I look forward to hearing more birth stories.
0: Thank you so much, Jen, for that great story. I'm so glad you submitted it. Uh, Thanks to everyone for listening to our little mini today. If you have a birth story you'd like to share with us, it's not too late. You can send it to poplar at clockworksacademy.com. You can also uh, just let us know on Twitter at Poplar Opinion. You, do, you have plenty of time. We'll put some in between these two first and second seasons, and then we'll put some between the second and third seasons and onwards. So even if you don't have it ready yet, get it to us whenever you can. Let us know you're wanting to do it. That would be great. So thanks for listening, and that's just my popular opinion. <laughs>